This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Stop here, Baruch Hashem. It's, uh, it's an amazing place to see, and uh, you should uh, keep using it and uh, getting everything you can out of it. I, I'd like to speak about something which was, I was told, Ailum is Isaac is Lungachavis holding, I guess, at the end of Shachat Ranefesh, and it's something that, I guess, it's Miyuchat for Shachat but I think it goes to much broader understanding of a Sefer like Chavos what's the point of the Sefer? What exactly is the Sefer trying to do? It, it also, if, if it, 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 there's something about the flow of the Sefer, even though the Sefer is a Kadmon, but it sort of is, is reminiscent of the um, Musa that's given, that the, sort of the Musa movement's rejuvenation of a whole certain genre of uh, Musa and studies of Musa. I'm trying to understand what exactly studies of Musa, because I think people miss a point about it. When I tell somebody Musa, so I could be informing him, you know, you don't know what's the right thing to do, let me inform you what's the right thing to do. So that would be pure halacha, and that makes, uh, and that uh, is, is halacha relief, even if it's even, even if I'm saying it in a very sharp tone of voice, but if I tell you now I'll do this on Shabbos, I'm basically telling you halacha. I could be telling you something about mitzvahs that people... I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not used to having a phone. So I don't turn it off because I'm not used to... I, I don't have a cell phone in America. Only in the only conditions are I have a phone. <laughs> so let me just figure out how you think. Um, you don't hear you connect it just through the air. You don't need to connect it to wires. So, if I'm telling you that, that's halacha. If I am using my words as a stick to get to do, do what's right, that's techacha musr. So, I can use words very strongly to sort of bully you into doing something right, something that you know is right. But I, I wouldn't think that's the main focus of musr. And, and yet, so what is exactly the main focus of Musa? What exactly is the, There are some halachas that are more obscure in terms of chovas halavavos, like uh, things about Av and Yira that tend to be more obscure, so maybe that's Musa. Musa is sort of a segment of certain halachas. Also, it's not what the types of halachas most of it is doing. So let's show us what he's talking about. I want to describe one more phenomenon that we find a little difficult in, we find in the Torah the word lave is used to describe understanding. Understanding, goodness, everything is the lave. The, um, there is no real word, the word moach doesn't appear in Hebrew except as bone marrow, um, which is really what, what you know, I guess 
I, I looking at it, you see a skull full of The word seichel doesn't either. This das and so on, but it's all scarred to leave. Okay, so it's a metaphor of sorts, but I think there's something there, and, I, and I, that's the point I want to try to describe, which I think is, is um, the, the um, focal point of what Musa is and what Kovos is. Um, let's look at a person, and a person's mind has in itself a lot of information, a lot of knowledge, or less information, less knowledge, whatever it is, it has that inside. That information and that knowledge does not really a, um, describe what I'm about to do. It also doesn't describe the person well. Because imagine, let's say, the mind is a hard drive, we use computer language. What you see on the screen, I could have one hard drive, 10 shasen, and oitza chachma, and 101 things. And the oitza chachma is the hard drive, and there could be a silly video game on the, on the, on the, on the active drive. That doesn't describe it. The, the, it. Let's take a look at a person in halacha living is not at all described by a brain that is still alive. Because, A, it's, the halacha deals with things that exist in reality, and stuff that's stored in the mind, that's potential chiyos, potential knowledge, full potential. It's not actualized. So my neshama's phenomenal potential. My neshama's got all potential in the world, and it's, it's not here. What describes halacha to be a living being is breathing and or heart. And the reason is because that's the primary active and visible in the sense of giving some simon of a human's existence. So the brain has the potential to activate the heart and the lungs, and, but the exenchius is the heart and the lungs. That's, that's what is there. The, um, the, the, that's true physically. It's also true, much more important, in terms of the person's ruchnis. Who am I? And what am I going to do? So there's a, a part of me, and that's the most important piece of, of, of self, that applies certain points of the mind and understanding to my heart. The heart being the first organ of life. So we can, this, we can, we can uh, neurologically identify the brain. But what we're talking about heart means, it's a type of understanding that moves something. It's, it's enough active that something about the person himself has moved. If it hasn't, it's, it's, it's just um, there. Let's give an example. A, a, a child under the age of a mitzvah is not called by das and halacha. Um, does it mean that the child is stupid? You can have a kid who's 12 that has an IQ much greater than somebody who's 20. Yet he's a by that's not. The child's not missing it. If you tell the child, okay, sit down and tell me the whole Mr. there, he can do it. But if the, the application of what he has there to the active part of the self is very limited. Um, in halacha, when we speak about a shaita, so people think it's somebody who has limited mental capacity. It's not true. 
the Chazal give us examples. The examples I use for Shaita are people whose behavior is reckless, out of sync with anything a person knows to be dangerous or inappropriate or whatever it is. So there's a gap between the person's um, knowledge in, in, in the brain, which is potential knowledge, to what piece of his app applying. So the, the world of what the Torah considers as existing in terms of the most basic level of, of self is what has made it to the active part of my mind, which I totally calls the heart. Just like if somebody if somebody tells me a, a, a fact, and the fact causes no, my heart doesn't beat quicker, less. I don't become red. I don't sweat. I don't become pale. No reaction. Then I cannot say that, that idea is. So someone comes to me and tells me, in in, in southern Mali, five hundred people were killed. That idea is just information. It's not. It's not. It's not in my heart, because it caused zero in terms of any type of increase of of of, of activity. So not, I'm not talking about doing something. I'm talking about did, did my heart beat quicker? Did it? Did it? Did, did I? Did it become emotional? Nothing. So the first the point at which something crosses over from potential to being is that point which a Torah calls away. That's called the heart. So what do we do? How, how do we take um, the world of Yedias information and which we assume to know and move it on to the next phase? That's really, really the issue. So the Torah tells us and as far as we have a um, description of three strata of, of, of people's, um, what's the right word for it, a, a, a person exists on three strata. It's called Machshava, Deeper, and Maiseh. Machshava is what we describe the, the, the potential. It's, it's whatever is in my brain, and it all, the only significance is that it can become something, but it is nothing. The other side is Misa, which is the fullest actualization of something. Dibur is the connection of one to the other. As long as a person doesn't say the things, then the fact that it's laying there leaves it... You cannot go from potential to active, brain, to active person without Dibur. Dibur is, is what, what, what links it together. I'm going to tell you a story once, a fascinating story. I had a neighbor, Rav Goldwich, Rav Goldwich was the Roshiva Karim for many years, and very, very big talent Chacham. He, I think he grew up in Yerushalayim, he was a Yassim, and he was very, very bright. Being there, he was very, very bright. He was a Yassim. He was taken under the wings of the Chazanish and, and Briskorov. They both were very Mekarim as a young boy, and he was an older person. So... He, he, he was a neighbor of mine, and he told me the following story once. When he was a young boy, in the summers, in the summer, he, the Briskorov would take him for a walk. I, I think, as a Yassim, he you know, was Makarov, he said basically his main, 
his main strength was he knew where to keep quiet and not to talk. So that the brisker of, you know, it, it wouldn't get annoying uh, comments or, or speech. And he felt that that was, I, but he was a very, very bright person, very much from Kaufman. He said, so, so Rav said, we'll now talk about the fire that happened in Brisk. And when the Brisk girl was a young boy, um, I, I think six or seven at the time, there was a big fire. Unfortunately, it's been terrible fires in, in cities in Europe. Everything was made out of, out of huts were made out of wood and stuff like that. It was really very bad. And so he had been playing on some sort of hilltop. <laughs> and he was sitting on a hilltop and he noticed smoke coming. And then went to re- people see running. And so he, he's describing from memory everything that he saw. The smoke coming, the people running and so on. And as he's telling the story, he turns pale, he sits down, catches his breath, and he says, we will not talk again about this. And that was it. And Rav Goldberg's take on the story was, the Biskorov had a phenomenal memory, photograph memory. He'd seen the scene as a six-year-old, hadn't understood it in its implications, what was happening actually, what was going on. He had never referred to it back again. The Rav had absolutely total control over his mashavas. And this is the first time he was saying over the story. And, 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 and living it. And, and, and the, the, the realization of what was perishing, what was happening to it, hit him at the time. And that's, that's exactly the core of Dibur. So if a person, if a person says, okay, well, I mean, yeah, there's Ebesha, he learns the whole world, and, and there's Zom Habit, there's Zom Hazet, okay, what's next? So it's not that he's lacking information, but, but you know, we're, we're, it says in the Pasuk, a person, the road to coming back lies by taking dibur, by taking words, because really is it, is it, is it a lack of information. The, the only thing that a Musa Sefer does is it's facilitator in the sense of fleshing it out a lot better than we can, a lot more of the warmth, a lot more of the power of somebody who had done it for them. But it's not more than that. So this is true about everything. It's doubly true about Chovos Halavavos. In other words, when we talk about taking a little of an essay, putting it on film, so, okay, we can do that even in our sleep, because activity can go straight, it can skip. Activity can go straight from, the, from potential to realization without going to the middle, once we program ourselves. So we do it. But there is no way a person can be besimcha by the fact that it's programmed to be besimcha. And it's one of the reasons why we keep having a lot of times issues with um, people being connected, motivated, because you can program and you can get things going in the world of mindset, but there's no way that you can focus on Chovos Halavavos without going through that process. So if it's to talk about Chovos Halavavos, um, the Rebchaim is to bring the Chazal Ish Hayore, by 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 Barad Samaliboy, In other words, Samaliboy and Losamaliboy was the key. It's not as if people Mitzrayim didn't have to be Yirei Hashem in a firm way to have to want to bring in the Mikna. They they could have said, listen, he, he he's got a, a six for six record, uh, a five for five record. It, it's worth the chance to to bring in. The question was, were they actively? following in what they knew or they were just kind of part of it Vayed um, Kim Rashi says some 
Alibor Ladas, you know, to Akash Baruch Hu was Akash Baruch Hu put into mold a hanhaga of connecting what was known to what's going to start becoming activated. So the whole world of Musa and Chavos is the, and that's why if you, if you take a look at the Sefer, Chavos Halavavos especially, it's really a Sefer of conversations. It's a Sefer of a person should tell himself this, this, and this. A person should tell himself this, and this. Um, uh, uh, this you know, it, it, the, the flow of the Sefer really is a paradigm of conversations. Um, Revolver writes um, somewhere, in his, he speaks about um, a person's different kufis, some better, some worse. And what, he makes the following point. He says, imagine the following scenario. A person who sees himself as a very, very big masmid. And he's been always made himself stark and sitting and learning. And one day he takes a look outside, it's sunny, it's nice, whatever, and just sort of walks out into base medrash, walks out of his medrash and goes play ball, whatever he does. And then he feels, I'm a disaster, I was a fake, I really wasn't learning, so on so forth. So he says, that's not true. He says, what it shows is there are layers of yourself that you still haven't reached. And that you haven't, that, that, that's still not along with it. You've managed, a person's consciousness goes, a person, a person with different layers <laughs> of more conscious and less conscious and unconscious and subconscious. It goes in many, many layers of who we are. And so, so he says, a person needs to, to keep engaging in conversation with himself. I've touched a layer and one layer, another layer. The question is, how deep down have those layers gone? So, and, and the Muslim will be focused on that. And I want to add a piece to it. In the Cheshman Anefesh, when we speak about the purpose of a Cheshman Anefesh is not only to take note of things I might have missed. It's like when I talk to somebody else, so I don't know anything about him, I don't know you did this, I don't know this, I don't know this. We tend to know what we did. Um, very few people are sleepwalk. And, and people come to tell us, this, 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 that. That's not usually where we're coming from. What, what we really, what's, what's, what's normal for us is that we don't actually, um, we, we, we put it as very vague information. We put it down as something which is sort of possibly could be reconstituted as information and, and, and as, as, as being. Whatever it is, his boninus with diburim, in other words, when we're able to flesh out and say things to ourselves, that's the connection between what we potentially can be to what we are. Not only what we do, it helps us a lot for what we're going to do, but it helps us more that a person is besimcha when he sits down and he says to himself, this is what I have, this is what I have, and this is what I'm fortunate to have, and this is what I'm fortunate to have. That's what a person says, it, and a person says it honestly. Chavos Alvavos is, is, is only, a, it's a paradigm. But a person needs to find some words for it. And, and, and so when a person makes a chesh and nefesh, a person also needs to understand himself and say it out. It's not, it's not just beating yourself over the head. It, it's being able to, to bring out what it is that you feel and why you regret doing something and why you're happy doing something. Being misboning for simple things. And if a person needs to be, if, if we have zamanim of simcha, it means we're able to sit and think about the schus that we have. That the first schus is if you in a poem. And I would say, it, it, if we were able to be misboning and be as kind to ourselves, 
And as simchas we should, be, <coughs> we would be having a much easier time. If a person would sit and think that we're, we're fortunate, we're Am Yisrael, we're fortunate, we have Torah, we're fortunate that Baruch was no higher, all of them was Heino. No matter how much we struggle, we're sitting here and struggling about things that are ruchnius. I mean, you know, it, 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 I cringe sometimes. I, I was once, I was once at an, a function with the Assistant Secretary of State of America, and we flew back, and it, and it was, it, it, the person is Jewish, um, very, very distinguished gentleman. He was, not, not, it's, it's not, not anymore for many years already. And he was, and, and he was sitting and discussing Dora Moshe, which all over, is it what this, what that, whatever. And we got off the plane, and he had, he told me he'll give me a ride home. He had a, a big car waiting from the State Department, Kios, and we get in, and the first thing he turns around to the driver and asks him, who won the game? <laughs> and I said to myself, you know, <laughs> I, I, it, I, you know, it's like, look at the world I was fortunate enough to have. I, I, I mean, look at the world that we're fortunate to have. It, 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 look, at, look at the world from a solo. Look, look, look at, at the gift we have. So, so yes, the fact that we struggle with it, and maybe do something that's better, something's worse, but look at what we're struggling with. And, and, and it's a tremendous chizik if we can be thinking, if we can say that with words. I mean, you know, we have a family life, we have a family. I, I, I learned an older person, he's a man older than a few years, he's not from a very, very positive person, very intelligent person, very positive. I every few weeks he's connected to yeshiva and so on. And very, very successful businessman and other things. And, and he, with tears in his eyes, his one wish and fantasy, the one thing that he can't get for all his money and everything is grandchildren. He says, you know, maybe I'll live someday to see grandchildren. Um, because there's no, there's no family left anymore. There's, there's, and, and yes, we struggle and, and, and shit is not easy and Hanas is not easy, it's not easy. But if a person wants to think, if a person will be able to verbalize it and say it, we'd awaken simply. We'd awaken Ava for, for the things we do well. And we'd awaken Gira also. So basically, I think it's important that Chavos of Chavos is, is the classic safer of conversations. It's, it's the bridge between the lave and the, and the seichel, or whatever you want to call it, between knowledge and the first half accusation. Words are the key to it. Chavos um, Chavos himself is very sophistic, but at the end of the day, it's, it's putting our own words, finding our own words and realizing it through, through those words. That's when we, that's when we start being. It's, it's where we've taken the potential we have with everything we learned, everything we know, and actualize it both in Tchum of Olam Amaisa and in Tchum of, 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 of more than that, Olam, we'll call it Regish for lack of a better word, uh, where that, that's actually who we are. Matzlacha.